Today on the pod, I chat with Shelby High School senior Carson Ingram. Carson talks about being a two-sport athlete, his college decision, and he also talks about some musical talents he has. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Bases Loaded Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe Kennedy, and today my guest is Carson Ingram. Carson, how's it going, man? Good, how are you? Not too bad myself. So how old are you and what sports do you play there at uh, Shelby High School? So I'm, uh, I'm 17, and I play football, and then I also wrestle. Good deal. So football and wrestling. Um, obviously, you know, the, the whole COVID thing with uh, spring sports being canceled and everything was kind of up in the air as far as, uh, you know, football, where you're going to play, how many games, all that stuff. You got through it. Um, somehow you guys got through it. How has wrestling been going? Because I feel like a lot of schools are kind of quarantining and just the nature of the sport itself. Uh, how has that been for you guys as far as dealing with COVID stuff? Yeah, it's definitely been a whole different year compared to my other three years. You know, I, during football, I remember like talking to some of the teammates that wrestled. I was like, there's no way we're going to be able to wrestle just because it's in a gym confined. It's a pretty close contact sport. It doesn't get any closer than that. And I was just thinking, like, there's no way we're going to happen. But, you know, we made it through, you know, limited speed bumps so far. But it's as far as big tournaments, you know, we, we normally stack in. You know, we got Borman and Top Gun and, and really big tournaments that we go to, you know, every year. And those weren't those didn't happen. You know, we haven't had anything bigger than five or six teams, which is unlike anything for our schedule normally. So, you know, it definitely limits matches and, and things like that. Because normally at this time of the year, we'd have – you know, 35, 40 matches, you know, some kids. And, um, you know, I think, I think the most we have is like 25 matches total this year, which is, you know, it's good to get any matches, honestly, because, you know, I've heard from some schools that haven't got to wrestle at all. So, you know, you think for every opportunity you get, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, a, it, it definitely affects things. It's just not the same as it normally is. Right. And then obviously with, uh, you know, they look at all the high school sports, what you can and can't do and all that stuff and spectators. Uh, so, so correct me if, if I'm wrong, but are, you are not allowed to shake hands, right? I mean, it's something you do before a match and you do afterwards and then you go shake the opponent, you know, the coaches, uh, the opposing coaches hand, you cannot do that. Correct. Oh, you can't shake. They, you walk out on the mat, you, everyone puts a foot on the line and they blow the whistle. And then, you know, sometimes you, you'll get a kid that, They'll shake hands like after they blow the whistle. You like kind of mutually, but I don't know if I trust a kid enough. You know, you never <laughs> get one get one jerk that like grabs your hand when you go to shake their hand or something. So I, I try to stay away from that and shake hands after. But yeah, you can't you know shake the coach's hand. You can maybe give him a fist bump if you're lucky, but no no shaking hands or anything. But then for six minutes you can go and wrestle, get in each other's faces. It's no problem. But the, the shaking hands is a no go. That's crazy. I didn't I didn't know that. I didn't know that it. Uh it only went, you know, palm to palm. I, I didn't realize it. So that's, yeah, uh, it's, it's crazy how that works. It like transfers straight through your hand, but no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever. Good deal. So uh, obviously a, a successful wrestling season up to the, you know, so far up to this point and football was mm-hmm. successful too. Uh, what would you say is your favorite sport between the two? Um, between the two, it, it, I'd have to pick football. I mean, that's what I'm going to college for. So, you know, I better like it, but um, you know, wrestling is, is a, I love the sport of wrestling. It's taught me a lot of things, but it is a tough sport. And, you know, football, it's it's also tough, but not on the same level, like, mentally as wrestling. So, 
football is a lot more fun than wrestling, but but wrestling's probably more rewarding, like on a personal level, at least for me, it has been. So as I say, a lot of kids, um, you know, especially if they're going to go somewhere for, uh, you know, for college for football, sometimes if they're playing, uh, you know, their senior year, if they if they play a winter sport, spring sport, sometimes they'll kind of pass that up and just kind of start working out, lifting all that stuff, getting ready for college. Uh, mm-hmm. Did that come across your mind? Did you consider that at all to not wrestle and focus on football? Um, honestly, I didn't committed to wrestling my whole life to just not wrestle my senior. Like I've been wrestling since second grade. Um, I, I do stuff in the summer normally on a normal year. Like I'm I'm I've been a wrestler that plays football for a long time. It's just I happened to you know hit a growth spurt, gain 50 pounds, and now I can play football at the next level, thankfully. But um, no, I I um I normally cut weight. I cut a lot of weight. Like last year I was 160. I wrestled 160. I'm up 210. I wrestled 220. And I, I remember telling my coach for the season of like you know I'm playing college football. Like I'm not I'm not cutting any weight this year. And he's like that's all right with me. But I, I never thought about quitting. But I I yeah I didn't I wasn't cutting any weight because I was still fo- I'm focusing on football you know lifting. But I didn't I wasn't gonna exclude wrestling kind of my life at least not for this year. You know only get one more year left. Good deal. So you're not sitting there in the uh, in the commons at uh, Shelby High School and watching your buddies eat, and you're sitting there, you know, miserable, right? Because yeah. those those are yeah. that's terrible, especially if it's that was uh, my first three years of high school was watching my friends eat. You know, I, my my best friend, or you know, I got two of my best friends. One plays basketball, you know, Cody Lance, and the other one's Kendall Walter. He's a you know 300 pound left tackle. He gets like doubles and triples <laughs> in the winter. I'll be sitting there with like an egg or like an orange or something, be like, yeah, that, that looks really good, Cam. Yeah, it's, it's down at lunch. I'm like, oh, it must be nice. Yeah, you're over there eating rice cakes, trying to wolf it down. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm maybe a sip of water or something. And he's like, he's got like four cookies and three things of milk, and uh, it's just. It was, yeah, it was and, and they don't get it. They they don't get it. They don't understand how how yeah. lucky they are to eat freely and you know go back up if they want. They can eat quick. They can slow down, and you're just trying to mm-hmm. savor every every bite of that rice cake, man. Yeah, yeah. unless you've done it, you don't you don't understand. It. <laughs> Like, that's the worst part about wrestling. That's, like, I, years before, I was, like, at the end of the season, like, I'm ready for this to be done. Because, you know, I get to eat and I get to, you know, get back to normal life. But not cutting any weight this year, you know, I had more fun than I've, than I've had in any other year wrestling just because I just have to wrestle. I don't have to worry about, oh, how much am I weighing, you know, my burn enough calories, eat, drink enough water, you know, go out to not drink anything for the next two days or something. It's just, I get to show up, wrestle, and that's it. I don't have anything to worry about. So, it's, mentally, it's, it's a whole different ballgame because you know I'm like I'm free for the first time in years in the winter. So like I got to eat at Thanksgiving for the first time <laughs> this year. And I I would I get like a piece of turkey and some peas or something. Now I got like four pieces of pie, you know, a whole turkey. I had everything. And it was just it's a it's it's honestly awesome. I'm not getting any weight. <laughs> awesome. So are you trying to to match Cam? Uh, Walter, pound for pound, as far as like what you guys are eating in the lunchroom, are you like, dude, I can do the same thing. I can get doubles now too. I could, I could try as hard as I could. I, you know, I could, I could literally like drink, drink something to expand my stomach. I would never eat as much as Cam. <laughs> Cam could literally eat for like four hours, and I, and I'm like, we, we go to Taco Bell or something. He'll get like thirty bucks worth of Taco Bell. And I don't know, you know, you go to Taco Bell, a taco's like a dollar fifty. Thirty <laughs> bucks of Taco Bell is a lot of food. I'm like, are you gonna eat all that, dude? Like, it's no, I would never out eat him. Never. It's never gonna. That's why he's 300 pounds, though. I guess you know. He carries. He carries it well, though. He carries it well. Yeah, he he's 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 athletic for a big guy. He Absolutely. Well, yeah, Absolutely. I would never out eat him ever. It's 
is never going to happen. <laughs> so, so take us back uh, to your childhood a little bit here. Uh, you know, what were sports like for you growing up? Uh, was there any, you know, specific athletes at Shelby that you looked up to or anything like that? Yeah. Um, you know, Shelby's a, a pretty big sports town, you know, everyone, especially football, basketball, not so much wrestling, but you know, everyone, everyone loves their sports. So I've been playing, you know, sports since I was a little kid. I mean, from, you know, playground football in like kindergarten, all the way up to, you know, flag football, we had like a city league and then like the final game of the year, we had to play those guys under the legs. That was a pretty big deal for us. But, um, and then, you know, wrestling since second grade, cause I, I tried, I tried basketball in first grade and that was, uh, I couldn't, couldn't make a basket. So I had, I was like, yeah, I'll try wrestling. And that was where I kind of, you know, found it. But yeah, the sports have always been a part. I've never had a time in my life where I haven't been doing some kind of sport or training for some kind of sport. So it's definitely a big part of my life. And as far as, you know, athletes I look up to, you know, like my freshman year, we had the, you know, a great, you know, Brandon and Carter and all those guys. And I would, uh, I would definitely look up to those guys, you know, see how hard they work in the weight room. I mean, heck, one of them's a, a starter in a power five conference and absolutely tore it up this year. So, you know, those were, those are great role models to look up to. And then, you know, even my, even my teammates, like Owen Fisher, who, you know, he unfortunately tore his ACL this year, but I mean, that dude got after it in the weight room and, you know, instead it's a guy that he was a guy that, you know, I always wanted to compete with in the weight room and it, it definitely made a big difference, you know, in the team because he was a guy, even like for me, you know, I was a fellow senior captain, but I looked up to him because of how much work he put in. I've always had people in, the, in our program, you know, wrestling and football that just absolutely work their butt off that make really good role models, you know, people to look up to. I think that that really rubbed off, you know, you know I have a, a pretty good work ethic to it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's uh, that's the whole that's the whole uh, you know mindset of having a, a culture like that where and, you know you've got eighth graders, freshmen, sophomore looking up to you know you and and the other the other uh, upperclassmen type kids now too. But uh, um, so let me ask you this: Who uh, you know is there any reason why you wore the uh, the jersey number you wore in, in high school for football? Yeah, that was uh, that was my dad's number back in high school. It's kind of you know I was carrying it on a little bit. I don't know. I've never not worn. 45 as you know as far back as I can think because I never played basketball so I don't have to worry about that you know the only, the only sport I played with a number was football and I always have worn 40 ever since I was in fifth or sixth grade I actually I think that my freshman year they didn't have a 45 in the freshman jerseys they had only had a 44 and that was the only time I've ever not worn 45 but yeah it's, it's uh it's definitely cr- I've watched some of the old films like from the 1998 year stuff and like watched my dad and his whole you know and the team that they had and yeah, it's definitely it's definitely cool wearing forty five out on the same field that that he had. So you know, so let me let me ask you this: who who uh, who wore it better, Bart or Carson? Who wore the number forty five better? I mean, I have I'm impartial, but I have to say myself. You know, <laughs> I, I just do. He was a, you know, he he was a stud, but oh yeah, he was good. You know, he was real I good. like to, I like to think that I wore it better. You know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, he, he may disagree, but uh, it's all no, good. No, he definitely does disagree. Every time he, he's always like, ah, I, I still, I, you know, I was still better, man. I don't know. You got you got a lot. You got to catch up to me. I don't know who's wearing the forty-five better, but yeah, I have to say personally, I wore it better. But yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tough for debate. Uh, who, so, who are some people that uh, have made a big impact on you so far in your life, uh, just in general and uh, obviously athletically too? Yeah, so in, in, in general, you know, my parents have definitely made a huge impact on me, you know, watching 
watching how hard they work and, you know, how they treat people. It's just having a good upbringing definitely made a, a big impact on, you know, my work everything like that. Just my overall personality, you know, because seeing him operate, it just, it, you know, it, it's good. And my grandparents, you know, they, they're, they show up to almost every single game. They even go to almost every boys basketball game back when they could. They had like season tickets. They're, they're really involved in Shelby athletics, but you know, seeing them all the time, it's just another set of people that just have been nothing but positive in my life. And then athletically, you know, all my, all my coaches, obviously my football coaches, shout out to John Amicone, you know, coach Gurney, coach Mahaney, all of them. But, um, they, especially my senior year, I think it, it definitely helped because I was put in a leadership position and they, you know, they kind of watching them, how they lead kind of helped me grow as a leader and a, as a football player. And also, I, you know, my wrestling coaches, Coach John and Coach Hogan. I spent hours and hours with Coach Hogan in the, in the wrestling room because, you know, he was my seventh and eighth grade coach and I promoted to varsity. So I see him every day. I've seen him every day for the past six years during wrestling season. And then in the winter, he runs our off-season stuff. And I was at every single off-season thing. So I've probably spent, you know, thousands of hours with him. So him and I have a really good connection. I think those are the type of people that you want in your life because I know that all of my coaches have my back at all. Like I could call them and they would, they would help me with what I needed to do. So it's, they're, they're all a really, really good support system for me. Good stuff. Uh, so what, uh, what would you say, you know, for you, what would you say your sales pitch is for kids uh, to go out for wrestling? Because I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, people that don't wrestle, they don't get it. They think it's weird, all this other stuff. Yeah. And especially with the COVID stuff, you can't even shake hands, but you wrestle. Um, mm-hmm. What would be your sales pitch uh, for kids to try to go out for wrestling? Um, I think my sales pitch would, would just be the straight, you know, you can go out there and just dominate someone for six minutes. Or, you know, if you're really good, dominate them for 15 seconds, get the match over with. But it's um it's a sport where you got to be tough. And if you're not tough, you're not going to make it, honestly. So it really, I think it's a good way to see if you're, what you know, what you're made of. Because only so many people make it on the basketball team or whatever. But, you know, wrestling, if, if you're not tough, then, then you can't, you won't survive. I've seen so many kids, like crazy good athletes, come out for wrestling, thinking they're just going to, you know, kill it, and they absolutely get smacked in the mouth, and they're just they quit, and they're not tough. So I think the sales pitch for wrestling is that it will make you tougher. And if you if you have what it takes, it'll, it it develops you as a person so much. Like you, There's so many lessons you learn from, like, accountability and responsibility and discipline. You know, cutting weight, there's sometimes where you don't eat for two or three days. I've, I've done it. And then it takes a lot of discipline to do that. And there's been times where I've missed weight and I've cost 13 duels. Like in the state duels, my freshman year, I missed weight by two pounds, I think. And I ended up costing our team the duel and we lost in, st- in the state duels. We, we really could have made a run. And that, that taught me from then on, you know, that taught me how to, you know, how to make weight. And so it teaches you, you know, things from responsibility, discipline, just it makes you a better man i think so for you uh what would you say you know thus far is your most you know proud accomplishment as a as an athlete what would you say so my most my, my favorite accomplishment it's kind of between i have one for wrestling and i have one for football my one for wrestling is you know i, I just recently got my 100th win i'm sitting in like 102 right now and i'm trying to i'm, I'm racing for the pin record i'm like 13 14 away from that but for football, you know, I all Ohio and all league, those are those are really nice. But my favorite 
you know, accomplishment. It was just the back-to-back, you know, conference championships. And, you know, we went pretty far in the playoffs both years. And it just kind of shows that, you know, the culture and the program that we have built in Shelby, you know, it's, uh, I think, I think next year's team is going to be really good. And I'm, I'm really proud of where, where we're at as a program. And I think that our playoff run this year and back to back conference championships, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing better than that. The first two years we're in the conference, we've, we've dominated the conference. You know, we've won two years in a row. So that is what I'm most proud of, I'd say. I was going to say, also, you know, don't, don't sell yourself short here. You, uh, they, they kind of put you in different spots on the football field at, at you know, early on, right? Uh, playing yeah. different, different spots. Was everything okay if something happened to Coach Hamacone? They're like, you know what, Carson Ingram, go ahead and call the defense that you pretty much had to play every position, right? I mean, yeah, I, I think I know, I, I, especially my senior, I knew the ins and outs of that defense <laughs> for everything, but Coach Craig or Coach Gurney or Coach Albert will be calling that defense if Hamacone's out. Like, he actually had a, uh, he got his appendix moved in the summer. Oh, yeah. And so we kind of got to see how our defense was without him. And, you know, it wasn't the same. He's got a, he's got a coaching fire that, you know, it really, it really gets you going, but yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting without him. But. Yeah. As I say, you're, you're looking around at the other coaches, like, Hey, if, the, if you guys don't have this, I can take it for the day, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I definitely, <laughs> uh, I definitely knew the ins and the outs of the defense my senior year. It was, uh, it was rough my first couple of years though. I mean, in eighth grade, I played free safety. And they tried to move me to linebacker because I, I I really love tackling kids and that free safety tackling kids, and but I ended up not getting moved to linebacker. And my freshman year, Coach Gurney was like, oh, "This kid's a linebacker." So I played weak side linebacker. And my sophomore year, I actually got a little bit of varsity time, got to play weak side. My junior, we needed a we needed a Sam, so I had to move all the way over to Sam, which they say is the same position, but it's really like it's really not like it is, but it isn't. It's it's a whole different rules and everything. And then my senior year, I had to go into Mike, which traditionally was Mike's always been played a senior, senior captain who just knows the defense. And then, you know, last year was Austin Gray, and then it was me. It's just kind of how it, how it flows. But it was definitely tricky learning all those new positions, but it definitely helped me get a better understanding of the defense as a whole. When you've seen it from so many different angles, it, it helps. Absolutely. Um, are there any specific, uh, you know, mat- matches in wrestling or even plays or uh, moments in football that you wish you could have back, good or bad? Um, ones I wish we could have back would be Clyde. I, I, I love the feeling at the end of that game this year where we, we ended up, you know, we beat them after they beat us the previous year and ended up winning the state championship in a pretty rough game. That game, my junior year, the, ga- the game that they beat us, I uh, I don't remember anything from that game, honestly. I uh, I was on a kickoff and they scripted it to me, and then I just got absolutely blown up. And I remember I was like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then I I go over to the sideline, and something happens. We we go on defense, and I'm talking to one of my friends, and I was starting at the time. And he looks over at me, and he goes, "We're on defense, dude. You know that, right?" And I look over, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" And I had to run out onto the field, and they just snapped the ball by the time I got there. I didn't even realize we're on defense, and you know, that was a, that was a tough game, but coming back against Clyde, our senior year, I remember first play Owen took it like 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. I was like, we're going to win this game. We got it. Like I could just feel the momentum switch. And I knew we had it no matter how close it was going to be, we were going to win. And that was that feeling on that play was the, was a feeling that I was back again, for sure. So what about nervousness? Do you get, uh, you get nervous before, you know, wrestling or, or before football, or are you kind of, 
cool and, and ready to go and focused in? Um, it's, it's kind of a different story for football and wrestling. For wrestling, it's it's mano y mano. There's a lot more pressure, especially the big matches. You know, the, you know the kid's good. You know, it's going to be a, a three minute or three period match that you just have to. It's going to suck basically. Those I get a little more nervous. I get a little you know amped up, but like almost too amped up. So I, those I kind of have to to relax and just go sit with friends, kind of chill out in the bleachers by myself, put my you know my headphones on, just calm down. And for football. Uh, my first couple of years, I was pretty small. I was really nervous for my games, honestly. You know, I wouldn't want to talk to me when I was literally like shaking before the game until like kickoff. But my senior year, I, I kind of got more confidence in, in, you know, how I was playing. And, you know, I was I was a lot bigger than I was like my previous year. So I wasn't like scared and getting absolutely killed. I noticed I was a lot more, I was a lot more relaxed during, during warmups and everything. And I would, you know, I played catch with, with the guys and stuff and on the first play I would feel fine but during my first couple of years I, I needed a couple of plays to warm up and for wrestling I need like those first 15 seconds to you know kind of get hit a little bit get moving but I get I get really nervous most of the time for for, for any kind of event and I, I imagine in college it's going to be the same way my first couple of years I'm going to be shaking or even the first practice I'm going to because these are you know 300 pound linemen that are 23 years old or whatever, absolutely come and running for your face. You're an 18 year old kid, like 200 pounds. It's scary stuff. So, <laughs> no, but I'll get through it. Right, right. So, you know, with, with speaking of college, uh, you had a really busy week, you know, talking about, uh, was it last week, uh, you know, your 100th win and, and committing to college. Uh, so you commit to Hillsdale College for football. Uh, what all went into that decision for you to uh, commit there? Yeah, so I, I, um, it was a pretty tough decision, but it was a clear decision. I thought I had, you know, I, I wouldn't say I had a lot of options, but I'd, I'd gone to a lot of visits and my junior year, I had no, no one was talking to me. I had no offers, no anything. I didn't even have a single coach reach out or even follow me on Twitter. And in my senior year, obviously I went from one to like 215. It changes things, but you know, I'd gone on quite a few visits and, you know, I had some offers to other schools, and I really liked those schools, but the thing that really set Hillsdale apart for me was just academics, because I plan on, you know, biology, pre-med, going to med school, and there, Hillsdale was just the right fit for me, because they're, they're an academic team who puts academics first, they want to make sure that you're succeeding outside of the classroom, and, uh, you know, talking with my position coach, and my recruiting coach, and the head coach, I just loved the culture there. And I was like, I remember leaving with my mom and being like, this is the place where I want to go for the next four years. This is, this is what I want to do. And so, you know, I was, I had to go on my other visits and I was like, unless something changes or something, this is where I want to go. And I, I took my visits. I talked to my parents. I said, this is where I want to go. And they said, all right, we support you in that decision. And so that's kind of it. That was the story. Good deal. Was a choice for me. So, so do you have any, uh, do you have any goals as far as, um, you know, what you'd like to weigh when you, uh, you know, when you get on campus, is there anything, you know, this summer you want to try to beef up a little bit? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm at, I'm at like 205 right now. Cause I, I lose a little weight during wrestling, but I played around 215. I think I'd like to get 225, 230 by the time I walk on campus in, in early August. And I think that's an obtainable goal because during last year I wrestled 160 in March and then by June I was 210, 215. You know, I've, so I think that it's it's almost a similar weight weight change. And I think 
you know, putting in some time in the weight room, getting the right diet, you know, especially after wrestling, I can't gain any weight during wrestling. It's impossible. So that is definitely my goal is to, you know, be 225, 230 and still be able to move. Was is the ultimate. You know, I don't look, fat, look like Fat Thor in, in the new Marvel movie or whatever, but <laughs> still want to be kind of big. Absolutely. So uh, what about uh, for wrestling season, the rest of the, the wrestling season now? Uh, what, you know, what goals did you have going into this this year? Yeah, so uh, my sophomore year, I made it to districts, and I went two and two. I was like a match and a half away from state, basically. And then my, my junior year, we changed sectionals to an absolute bear of a sectional, and I ended up not making out of sectionals even. And um, so my goal this year, step one, is just make it out of sectionals, go to districts, and then hopefully state. And But the problem is, is our sectional is absolutely loaded. I mean, we got teams like, Bellevue, Clear Fork, Tiffin, um, Ontario's in there, Galleon's in there. Uh, who else am I missing? I know there's another team. I didn't pick up Clyde's in there. Um, there's, it's just an absolutely packed section. Ashland's in there. Ashland has, you know, they're one of the top programs in the area. And so it's not like I can look to state and be like, all right, when I get there, I want to place six. I want to place, you know, I want to win the state. I have to look at, I can't look anywhere past sectionals because there's kids, you know, our sectionals full of studs, you know, the plan is that. So you have to wrestle your best match every time. You're not even going to make it up to sectionals. So, you know, obviously conference, I want to win that, but my, my main goal is state. So I got to look at conference and then go to sectionals where it's going to be tough. Districts is just as tough and hopefully make the state. So what do you have for, uh, you know, every, everybody's different as far as uh, pregame, pre-match, uh, ritual superstitions, you know, some people listen to music, some pe- people are losing their mind, some people are just quiet, focused. Uh, what's your mindset for, uh, you know, football and wrestling before a game or before a match? Um, so for football, my mindset is just get relaxed and just kind of kind of stay calm because sometimes I'm like, I, I want to rip someone's head off. And yeah. You, know, you, you kind of burn out in the yeah. first quarter, you know, early on. So my, my thing for that is just kind of stay calm, you know, joke around with the teammates, you know, listen to some music or whatever. But one kind of superstition for football, every pregame, and it's usually around the time we start doing like routes and catching, the announcer would play Phil Collins in the air tonight. And if, great I, didn't song, hit the drum great solo, if I didn't hit the drum solo, I wasn't going to have my best game. But when I did hit the drum solo, I had a good game every time. I think it's, I don't know what it was. So, so hold up. So, the, so the drum solo is getting ready to come up, but you're also supposed to be running a route. Do you have the kid behind you go in front? Just yeah, no, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll go, and then I had to do that every game or, or it wasn't going to go well, at least at home. They didn't always play it away, but at home games, they played it every Well, they time. knew the, the away opponent yeah. knew that like, we can't let him get. Yeah. They, they didn't want me to get that, that solo in. Cause if I did, it was game over. I had to have that happen. I love it. Love it. Um, so, so for wrestling, what do you, uh, you listen to some, you know, uh, the Beatles or you listen to some, uh, you know, Van Halen or what, what are you doing for wrestling? For wrestling? Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I don't really listen to a lot of music during wrestling. It's just cause it's, I don't know. It's just not a, a locker room. You know, it's a more public area. I don't do that. I'm, I'm mostly, I kind of just pace back and forth, you know, I talk with my teammates and then, Right before the match, like when I'm on deck and I'm next, I pull my hood up, put my headgear on. I don't talk to anyone for the next however long it takes to go to the next one. But yeah, there's definitely a big difference between football and wrestling 
wrestling's more it's it's kind of like your business in football. I felt like I could, you know, have a little more relaxed demeanor still in the past. Good deal. Uh, so for football, what uh, what's your preference, uh, grass or turf? Obviously, now a lot of a lot of high schools are getting turf. Um, Shelby's going to be getting turf sometime soon. Uh, what do you prefer? Honestly, I've only played on turf a handful of times, and I remember playing on it in the summer during like seven on sevens, and my feet literally almost burning off my, you know, off my off my legs. So I'd have to say grass, but I know in college. Everyone has, no one has grass. So I'm going to have to learn how to play on, uh, on turf. But I think the best way to play football is on grass, especially really good high cap grass. You, you can't beat it. It's just, it's a whole different, whole different thing. So what, uh, do you have any hidden talents? I, I've heard that, you know, obviously, you know, really good uh, student, really good at sports, but you've got uh, some other things you're pretty talented at too, right? Uh, yeah, I play, uh, I play a lot of instruments. So I play like French horn, uh, trombone and I also play guitar I used to play percussion when I was a little bit younger I kind of got away from that but yeah I'm in I'm in like symphonic bands and I'm also in chamber choir I do some singing I uh not my you know I'm not the best at singing but I, you know it's fun but yeah I think music is is my hidden talent especially guitar guitar is my favorite you know because it's the coolest of all no one thinks French horn's cool because it's not <laughs> but uh <laughs> but guitar is guitar is really fun you know there's so many songs you can learn and play like you know i was playing some bb king earlier and stuff like that like some really old stuff yeah. that that is my favorite you know stevie stevie ray vaughn BB yeah. king, guys like that those are my favorite guys to play along with it, I, I love guitar dude i i don't i don't know man you uh you know you go to college you uh you know, have some trouble, you know, meeting some new people. You go to a party and all of a sudden you pull out a French horn. They're going to be like, who is this? <laughs> yeah. This is from Shelby, Ohio. What in the world's going on? Uh, yeah. Never I don't know. think you could pull out a French horn, <laughs> but a guitar, maybe. Yeah. It's Wonderwall or something. I don't know. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, so you, it's funny. I, I actually plan on asking this question. You, you kind of uh, alluded to it a little bit already. How bad are you at basketball? I'm really good at defense and rebounding. Right, because you're physical, right? Yeah, I, I'll throw some kids around, but if they're if we're calling fouls, it's game over. I'm fouling out in the first quarter. But shooting wise, some days, some days it seems like I don't miss, but those days don't happen very often. I uh, I can't play basketball to save my life. Honestly, it's just something about it. I can't like my my best friend. Cody Lacey's going to uh, Rio Grande for basketball. And he was, you know, he's always wanting to play basketball and stuff. And I'm like, I will try, but if we play pig, I'm not going to make a single shot. Like, it's just not going to happen. I, I, I can't play basketball. Yeah. So you get, when you play, you got to have him spell, you know, uh, something a lot uh, quicker and yours has got to be a lot longer. That way you can stay in the game a little bit longer, you know, make, yeah, make, it, make it fair, balance it out, you know? Yeah. I'm more of a, a, a defender and re I'm like a Patrick Beverly type. Play some really good defense, but don't ask me to score points because it's not. <laughs> Love it. All right, Carson. Thanks a lot for being on the podcast, man. Best of luck to you in the future. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thanks a lot for listening to another episode of the Bases Loaded podcast. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bases Podcast.